0: Of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, Trinity Church. Uh, We already had a great witness this morning of Steve and his testimony about being a missionary. And Martha, a missionary, uh, and right here in Trinity Church, just Forms uh, I cannot count the number of people they should be Martha <laughs> back in their gibbet birthday here. And that's just a beautiful thing, beautiful thing to see. Uh, but this morning we were talking about uh, trusting God's plan. And really, you've already seen God's plan at work in the scriptures this morning. And also, as long we heard about Jonah. Plan, but God had another plan. You already heard the testimony of Steve's plan, God's plan using him. You saw Martha's plan, or Martha's plan and God's plan together, and how it uh, transformed people's lives. And today we learn how, how we can begin to trust God's plan. Now the verse I want to pull from the page is the scripture that I read today is is one where Barak, the leader of the military army, is, uh, you might say, obedient to uh, the leader uh, of the Israelites, Deborah. And he says to her, if you go with me, I will go. If you don't go, I won't go. And then Deborah gives him the word, certainly, I will go. And it's something powerful where the two are together in agreement and powerful name of three together. And that to me is where we can trust God's plan. Uh, so let's look at, let's uh, say the first thought here this morning is uh, uh, there are inherent dangers in times of peace and prosperity. There's three verses in Judah, uh, Judas here. Judas. Not Judas. Judges. <laughs> but verses 1, 2, and 3, which we did not read talked about how the Israelites were rebellious, how they were experiencing all kinds of peace and prosperity and slowly moved away from God. And somehow that happens in those times. Everything's okay. And everything's to be right with the world. Right with me. Right with the church. You know, with the church. And everything's complete a place of calm. But what happens is that uh, God's people allow themselves to become complacent during the peace God provided for them. And I don't know about you, sometimes when it's a peaceful situation, we, we're not challenged to grow. We're not challenged to think, let's say, beyond our, ourselves. And what I've noticed, and this is just a, a broad sweep, right? in my opinion, is there's, there's three types of spiritual people there's believers. Believers see hope and seem to see hope and change in every situation. Or there's the desperate, the the desperate see change for their whole situation. And then there's the complacent. The complacent neither see hope nor see hope. They believe nothing will change. You think the most dangerous situation is the unbeliever or the desperate. But what I think is the most dangerous place. And we see that with Israelites in the Old Testament again and again and again, and probably in the New Testament, we see those who are complacent. They don't seek hope. They don't seek hope. He might say they're sitting on the fence and watch the world go by. Well, that'll never make a difference. Well, that'll never work. That won't help me. What do you mean change? Do I have to change. I'm not planning on changing. So the inherent dangers of peace and prosperity is we get in a place of complacency. That everything's okay. That myself physically, spiritually, and mentally is okay. And I don't need to grow. I don't need to change. And I don't need to help other people grow or other people change. Well, you heard in the song that the Renaissance singer sang about Jonah. And see, we, we're a church here in Trinity says, we put an emotional we hear from God. Matthew 7, 24. We put an emotional we hear from God. We're listening for God's voice. Jonah hears God's voice and in the voice would take a turn. Jonah says, no. Don't we do that even when we hear God's voice? Now, that's not for me. Maybe because we're complacent. Maybe because we don't want to change. We don't see change. We don't see hope. And what does Jonah do? He goes in the opposite direction. Hops in a boat. And he goes in the opposite direction from God. Well, his no, eventually turns into yes because he's in the belly of a whale. And he hears God's voice again. And he's spit up on the beach. No, it becomes a yes. You know, I think uh, what God was teaching Jonah that day is that you can't run from God's plan. You can trust me. You can trust me. Well, that goes into the second point. Repentance opens the door for the spiritual breakthroughs. Repentance. Turn back to God. God, I've been complacent. I've been on this fence and I don't don't want to see hope, I don't want to see hope, and I don't want to see change, and here I am. But you know what? This is not helping me at all. You know, I believe uh, complacency and lack of repentance is what is the downfall of the church. When people don't seek repentance and when people in the church are complacent, Uh, God is going to say, okay, you can stay on that fence as long as you like. But God continues to seek out, to look out, and to find those who are willing to repent. Or even with Jonah, even though he ran away, he had a very uh, pitiful experience in the the belly of the whale and was transformed. You might say, at the darkest moment, Well, Israelites cried out to God, and God heard them, and found a way to free them. That's what repentance is all about. God, I'm at the end, and now I seek you. I've heard your voice. Now I want to be obedient to you. I want to listen, and I'm obedient. I want to follow through. Now, the scripture that is used every year, every single year during uh, National Day of Prayer, is this verse, 2 Corinthians seven fourteen. Uh, but this is very appropriate for our nation, and very appropriate for you if you are seeking uh, repentance for your own life. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, see that's the key. Humble themselves. Get off the fence of your complacency, get off the fence and humble yourselves and pray and see my face, God's face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. I will heal your heart I will transform your life I will give you a heart of seeking God seeing hope Seeking hope, seeking change for your own life. I mean, transform the inside out. <clears throat> That's God's work. I didn't put this in my own mind, but I read the other day about John Wesley. He was talking about what it means to be transformed. He says there'll be a, there's a lot of hindrances in our way. Am I little paraphrasing John Wesley? There will be a lot of hindrances in your way. And there's be some points when the only way through, the only way to get through, is by the power hand, the powerful hand of the mighty God. It's only by God's hand. God's plans for victory may not always seem orthodox, or well, that's the way to do it. Steve alluded to it. There's a hospital in the middle of nowhere, that wouldn't think it's where you find a hospital and seem unorthodox or counter to it. You want to know where all the people are, but, but back in the day, he said, this is the place we're gonna have a hospital, this is the place we're gonna to minister to people. This is the place we're gonna reach those who are hurting, those who need it the most. And all the numbers that you're sharing, I've had kind of a lot of people are being helped God's plan for victory may not may always seem orthodox. Jesus picked the twelve disciples. And these were the up-and-comings. These weren't the, the top-of-the-notch uh, individuals that had everything going for them. These were individuals that were common ordinary. Faithful individuals that wanted to come alongside Jesus and learn how to be a disciple of this Jesus. Seems a little unorthodox. Seems a little different than the way you done things before. But Jesus told, I chose these twelve. So God's plan of deliverance involved people and strategy that may seem counterintuitive. So here, here's the web. Uh, here's this is the Trinity. This is the first time you or anyone, if you're new here today, uh, our congregation, maybe uh, never you've never seen, none of ever seen this before except for a handful of people. And if you look at it from where you are, man, that does not make any sense whatsoever. It makes sense to me. <laughs> maybe a it's good people. But this is a diagram of our Trinity's discipleship pathway. And I have a new old gizmo here. I'm going to try it out. Hold on a second. You have a laser pointer. Here we go. And it doesn't look oh, wrong. There you go. See? See this little fellow right there? That's the very beginning of a discipleship pathway right there. It begins with worship. Everything begins and ends with worship. It begins with worship. And you are in worship. It begins with worship. And if you're new, if you're a person who's seeking after God, you're exploring I'm not going to go all these in detail. i just say that, that uh, God's will is often found in small of the small decisions of obedience and the giant life choices. So what God wants you to do is take one step into the next step, to the next step, and begin to take the path of discipleship, which is intentional. And these four words explore, begin, grow, mature. God wants a disciple to move from a place of exploring to a place of growing in, in God's grace and deeper relationship with God in these in these six areas: of worship, of relationships, spiritual disciplines, prayer, Bible reading, servant, or being a servant. And we saw Martha as a servant, saw Steve as a servant, I'm a servant, and Mary's a servant. Sound people are servants, uh, uh, persons who are seeking in their service, uh, finding ways to serve, and we want to train people that way. And then finding ways to be in connection with other people, and then how we can give back to God. And I'm not just about money, but resources is one thing, time is another thing, but one step at a time. And then as you go around, that part of this discipleship pathway, go deeper and deeper in your relationship with Christ, from exploring, beginning, growing to maturing. And all this means is that you get into a close relation with Jesus Christ. That's all it is. A path of discipleship, which may seem unorthodox to the world. Well the final thought is this trust and obey to experience the Lord's work in your life. Do you have trust issues? I think we all do in some form of way. Uh, and we stumble over the word obedience. Uh, obey. But Trust and obey. Obedience, I learned that at a conference from Dr. Eileen Heath, basically said, the word obedience is meaning, uh, once you listen to what God has said, you put it into practice. This is my think Once once you listen to what God says, you put it into practice. You, you're obedient to what God is saying to you. And here in Judges, That whole section which you heard is is an act of trust and obedience, trusting God's plan. Barak said, if you're leading, I'm going to follow you. If you go, I will go. So as Deborah and Barak obeyed God and trusted God's power, they experienced an amazing victory. That's where we even trust God and God's power. For us as New, as New Testament people, we believe in the resurrection power that transforms uh, church's world, people's lives. <laughs> and I added a couple of people there on the pencil mark of building that bridge. Uh, these two experience a breakthrough together. Together. Yes, you may be able to experience on your own in isolated situations, but I believe God gives us spiritual breakthroughs when we do it together. So, how is God calling you through today's message? Is it uh, you just need to repent of your spiritual amnesia? Ask God to forgive you your sins? Did we hear that about Daniel? He yeah, had pain. And then someone spiritualized said, I think it might be some other kind of pain, other than something physical. Or is it a... You need to take a step. The next step in your discipleship. I plan to study and decide where I am on the Trinity's discipleship pathway. Or third, I, I trust and obey by taking the next step on the discipleship pathway. First, you have to find out where you are, your relationship with God, then you got to find out the next step.